Helena be the newest member of the Suicide Squad? Did Sarah secretly get a lady boner while beating up a hot piece of ass? Did Ollie secretly get a manly boner watching the cats fight? How did Laurel not figure out the lady in the mask was Sarah? Will Roy freak out for good now that they don't have his love for uh, his love Thea for a control switch? And if his nickname isn't Sweetie, what should it be? I vote Sugar Tits. All this and more on this episode of Rogue Arrow. My name is Oliver Queen. After five years on a hellish island, I have come home with only one goal to save my city. But to do so, I can't be the killer I once was. To honor my friend's memory, I must be someone else. I must be something else. Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 17 of the Rogue Arrow Podcast. As always, I am Daniel Janes. I'm Rudy Schubach. I'm Chris Arneal. And I'm Laurel Mers. Yeah, we're here to talk about Birds of Prey. But first, we've got some feedback. Uh, we'll start with our bit of audio feedback from Jeremy. Chris, is it Richardson? Yeah, it is. Cool. No, so, Richards. Jeremy Richards. Sorry. Jeremy Richards. Regardless, it's kind of hilarious, so let's take a listen. Hey there, Rogue Arrow podcasters and listeners. My name is Jeremy from Melbourne, Australia, and I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller. I thought I'd better get my rear into gear and record some audio and show you that Chris O'Neill's strange Australian accent is not fake at all. It's time for some of my Aussie observations. Now, maybe I'm looking at things differently because I'm actually an optometrist, but I think this episode should be sponsored by my occupation because there's clearly some visual problems with the characters this week. Laurel was previously blind drunk, but now she's just plain old blind. I can't believe that she can't recognise her sister sitting next to her, with the only disguise being those magic little black masks. She should also Uh have seen it coming when District Attorney Adam Donner gave her a full no-questions-asked pardon, and Laurel was later taking a good hard look at herself at the Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. Now, Lancey Pants was talking to Black Canary and Arrow. He knew that Black Canary was Sarah, but again, the magic little eye mask kept his identity a secret. Perhaps it's just right that Lancey Pants is no longer a detective because he just can't seem to join the dots on this one. Or perhaps he does know, but he's choosing to look the other way. Now, Diggle in the middle. Didn't have too much to say or do this episode, but this is fair enough since the last episode was Diggle-rific. Did anyone see Diggle and Felicity leave together after Diggle put a consoling hand on Roy's shoulder? Team Fliggle, I'm on board. Now, Roy and Thea, normally they only have eyes for each other, but right after Oliver's big brother chat, Roy has his sights set on a random blonde, and Thea is left with tears in her eyes. It was great seeing Lachlan Munro turn up as the SWAT captain. His vision is questionable too, and judgment. His attitude of shooting at all the vigilantes is clearly short-sighted. And Am I correct in that it was his shot, his bullet, that killed Frank Bertinelli? Given that he has such a recognisable face, I wonder if this SWAT team captain is going to become a regular, and maybe even tip over the edge and become a villain. Now Felicity, you've been effectively stalking Helena all around the world for the past year. Um, jealous much? And Helena, all I'm going to ask is, is her character redeemable and will we see her again? 
On to Slade. For the second time in recent episodes, he has ended an episode with us believing Thea is in grave danger. But back on the island, I wonder now for how much longer is Slade going to remain binocular? And once Oliver presumably does damage Slade's eye, why doesn't it heal again? Given what happens to Roy's small hand injury this episode? While Slade was tattooing Oliver's back, I wonder if he was tempted to tattoo a kick me sign on his back. And I love how Slade casually mentions that he almost accidentally decapitated one of the ship's engineers, just slipped it into conversation. And now to Oliver, he seemed to be fighting an urge to take Helena out this week. Maybe on the inside he still wants to take her out. And in Oliver's world, which is made up of 50 shades of grey, he found out this episode that Roy has a safe word, and that word is speedy. So that's it for my Aussie observations. Thanks for the effort you guys take in recording this podcast. I'm sure it's uh, a lot of work, and we all appreciate it. I'll, I'll say that on behalf of all the listeners. I listen to it each week, and I wait for the podcast just as easily as I wait for the episodes. Thanks again, guys. Aww. I love him. Nice guy, right? That was funny and cute and wonderful. All those things. And a lot of good points. Um, I'm sure we'll get into some of them, but before we dive into everything, let's just touch on some of those. Uh, Like, the SWAT captain, is he the one that kills Frank? I think so. I didn't see any other bullets that could have done it. Yeah, that was my thinking. Also, I'm pretty sure that Lance does know that Sarah is wearing the mask. But Laurel, I, I actually mentioned that in my thing, too, that that's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, Lance knows it's Sarah. Lance knows Laurel is, Laurel is or not Laurel, uh, Lance absolutely knows that um, Sarah, is the, Sarah is, is, the, is the vigilante's buddy. Mm-hmm. He, his point was, how does he not know that Arrow is Oliver, or Oliver yes, is Arrow? Yes, I still wonder about that myself. Especially given the fact that that Sarah and him are are solid. Like, mm-hmm. So he yeah. brings up does does Lance know and just not care? I I I think that Lance has gotten to the point where he and the Arrow have a relationship where he knows that he shouldn't be asking too many questions. So I hope he's trying not to think about it. That's that how I. Good. That makes sense, but I mean, there was that whole phone call incident as well mm-hmm. yeah that definitely yeah. pointed well, him in the right direction justify. it's my mother like yeah okay they even call attention to it too where Felicity goes oh I can't I'm having trouble remembering who knows what <laughs> right cool um, tattooing kick me in Oliver's back what do you think? <laughs> I have a funny joke about tattoos too, but I'll save it for later. All right. <laughs> cool. Well then, uh, let's get into our other big feedback. Uh, we've got James, who is J-A-E-T-U, I guess J-2 on Twitter. Uh, he sent us an email, and it reads as thus. I found your podcast over the mid-season break and listened to and listened from episode one to current of your show. A few times I've been tempted to call in with feedback or info to help fill in some gaps, but you usually make my points by the next episode. I'd like to give you a few more theories and impressions and hear what you think. So, 
Number one, Amanda Waller is connected to the island as the mysterious legs at the end of season one. I believe the shoes are the same in her first full appearance. Ooh, I've forgotten about legs. Yeah, me too. I think that's a very solid theory. Uh, I didn't go back and check the tapes on it. I'm going to go back and check the tapes. Check the tapes. But that would make a lot of sense, and it explains why Amanda knows Oliver. Uh, We just don't know to what extent she is involved, and when she actually meets Oliver remains to be seen. But very good theory there, James. I think we all agree with you. Uh, Number two, the existence of Harley Quinn is proof that Batman is part of the Arrow universe. If he's still at urban legend status, I can see him being unknown to Oliver since they would be based across the country from each other. (coughs) Which, sure, uh, I don't think we'll ever see Batman on the show. Uh, I would be surprised if we didn't get at least some sort of Easter eggs. Yeah. Like a Nightwing or a Bruce Wayne. Well, we, might start seeing, we might start seeing like Batman universe villains. Like we might start seeing uh, uh, maybe not Bane, but uh, Clayface or some of the other lesser known ones. Um, yeah. I mean, Deadshot's pretty much a Batman villain when he's not just Suicide Squad. As is, um, as is Deathstroke. Mm-hmm. He's more Teen Titans, but yeah, he's definitely fought pretty much every villain in the DC universe has fought Batman. Because Batman takes all comers. Exactly. So that that's also a good theory. Um, we'll see more on that later. I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to play out, but it's it's worth a, it's worth a mention. Mm-hmm. And then number three. Shrapnel is a bomb expert. If there's no body from an explosion, I definitely believe he'll be back. That's a good point. It, that, that is, the bomb was in the base of his head, right? But that's an old superhero yeah. trope. If you if there's no body, then there's no death. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Well, that'd be cool. Um, Which is good yeah, I'd like to say him come back. And it wasn't, I don't think it was explicitly stated that the tracker in his head was the bomb that killed him. They could have just had a, a bomb in the car. So, like, like he said, no body, uh, he, he could be back. Yeah, I think what they might have done is like thrown out some sort of brain jammy thingy thingy and had him crash his car, which would have been also bad. But, yeah. it's a really good point. All right, and then we've got some trivia that he sent us. Uh, according to another Arrow podcast, Green Justice, uh, the show de- developer Mark Guggenheim confirmed that the shadow footage is pre-island obtained by an obsessed Deathstroke. What? Oh, what? So apparently Deathstroke was obsessed with shadow before the island, which is why he's got the creepy stalker footage. Gross. Yeah. I like I like him being creepy stalker. I think it suits the character. Definitely well, makes it a little interesting. I think it suits the character at this point, but I don't think it suited the character when we first met him. Yeah. I don't know. It he, it doesn't he seem to fit. About but... And a lot about Yao Fei. Mm-hmm. Character wise it didn't seem to fit from his early stuff, but like kind of does 
which is weird. Yeah, with current he, I guess it makes sense. He could have got that pre-island um, footage after the island anyway. Mm-hmm. That's true. All right, and then his last impressions. This episode wasn't his favorite uh, since it felt kind of like a Suicide Squad pilot. Although the potential introduction for a bigger Arrow universe made him excited. Yeah. And then he says, keep the entertaining podcast coming and I'll keep listening. Thank you, James. You got it. That's pressure. Yeah. So if you want to be heard on the the Rogue Arrow podcast, you can uh, shoot us an email at arrowpodcast at gmail.com or uh, give us a call at 909-ARROW-07. You know what they say. Can't stop the signal. Nice. Hey. Dan, are you all right? Are you hurt? Yeah, I'm fine, sweetheart. Listen, I know you don't exactly believe in reading perps to Mirandas, but you can't just toss a guy out of a window. He shot you. And I'm still here, ain't I? Just next time, show a little restraint. That was me showing restraint. Detective, we have another problem. Yeah, I know. With Frank Bernelli in custody, it's just a matter of time before she rolls back in town. Who's she? Melinda Bernelli, daughter of Mafia boss Frank Bernelli. Or as I like to call her, Oliver's psycho ex-girlfriend hell-bent on revenge against her father. Ex-girlfriend? That's what you took from that sentence? Wait, why does she want her father killed so badly? He had her fiancé murdered. She wants payback. All right. So, uh, this episode, it's titled Birds of Prey, originally aired March 26, 2014, written by Mark Bemestifer and A.C. Bradley, and directed by John Baring. The summary goes... I renamed this Block of Bitches. <laughs> uh. We open up on the cops who are after Hugo Mannheim, a Goomba extraordinaire. Arrow and Sarah are keeping watch. Many guns fire, and they go to take down some bitches. Lance goes down, but his vest saves the day. <clears throat> Arrow's got his guy, and oops, it's Frank Bernelli. Arrow, out. Back to the cave, there's talk about Helena, a.k.a. Ollie's psycho ex-girlfriend. She's been torturing ex-baddies to find her daddy. Meanwhile, back on the island, Ollie is chained up, and Slade is hulking out, hoping that that will help to get the boat started. Truly effective. Meanwhile, Laurel is back at AA, and this is her second meeting of the day. She's not sure what she's supposed to do with herself all day without a job. I don't know, sit around in your pajamas and eat bonbons and watch television? Sounds great to me. Wow. Uh, anyway, Donner calls, and Laurel meets him at the DA. He wants a favor. Come back to work. He fixed things for Laurel with the bar, and he wants her to work the Frank Bertinelli case. Isn't that... That sounds easy? a little easy. <clears throat> at the club, Roy has a gift for his lady, a lovely bracelet. Was that Tiffany Blue? Oh, my. The team is here, and Roy checks in. Helena is indeed on her way to town, and Ollie wants Roy to join in on the chase. Ollie and Sarah take the front and the back end. Wah, wah. Roy takes the bullet to the hand and gets pissed off enough to toss the guy out of the car and nearly kill him. Turns out the guy's a decoy. He's been paid to take the car for a ride. Meanwhile... Helena has someone's fiancé driving her into the city. In the cave, we learn that Helena didn't take the fiancé out. Isn't that sweet? And Roy is healing up. He's ready for a man talk. For the record, he says, don't call me sweetie, which is a safe word, apparently, that Ollie used to calm Roy down out in the field. Ollie says, Roy, you're dangerous. He wants Roy to stay away from Thea because it's not safe. Do it because you love her, he says. Felicity has a news update on Laurel, the fact that she's leading the case against Bertinelli. 
So Sarah goes in to check up on her at the DA's. Sarah isn't worried Laurel will slip. She's worried Helena will take Laurel out. Laurel wants to work and won't listen to reason. Meanwhile, back on the island, Sarah takes the, takes the Russians and the others to the old wrecked plane. Slade calls on the radio. Sarah wants him uh, to let Ollie go. Slade says the ship won't sail if you want Ollie, bring me someone who can fix the damn boat. <clears throat> Cave time. Ollie is off to the DAs to help Laurel, and Sarah wants to know what the deal is with these weird little baby arrows. <clears throat> Basically, Ollie doesn't want to kill Helena because he made Helena, and to which Sarah says, well, you made Slade. What makes you make people so bad? Who knows? Ollie wants Sarah to stay, but he promises he won't let anything happen to Laurel because he loves her too. Sarah wants to know what the others think, to which Felicity said, I think if Huntress shows, you should totally kick her ass. And Diggle. Just Back at the DA's, Ollie meets Laurel. He says he just wants to watch. And then he does watch as the smoke bomb flies. Helen is here and was going to shoot her dad, but he's wearing an arrow-proof jacket. He thinks he's won until the shots start flying. Helena wants hostages, and she gets them, but Frank's out the back door. Laurel is still inside, but Helena does not have her yet. Cops are trying to get back into control when Lance freaks the fuck out. Helena, at Helena's request, <clears throat> Helena's request is hand over my daddy or I start killing hostages. Lance tries to call the arrow. Ollie pretends it's his mom. Ollie calls Felicity for his work clothes and Sarah. Oops, Sarah's not here right now. Meanwhile, Laurel is running the halls of the DA when she gets a beating from a bad guy, who in turn gets a beating from Sarah. Back at the club, Roy is hulking out and now breaking up. But Thea is not going to allow that. She's a feminist. She's in control of her destiny. We'll talk about this later. Ugh. Sarah and Laurel are looking for an... Uh, Sarah and Laurel are back at the DA's office looking for an exit strategy. Laurel would like a drink. And so would I. Wait, I would like a drink. Laurel would like a drink. Anyway, she Laurel, knows the trial is a scam. Huh? Nothing I'm Laurel, wants, Laurel wants to drink. I should get that tattooed somewhere. <laughs> anyway, and she thinks her sister was right. Still thinking, uh, I'm still thinking she must be really dumb, or as our ocular um, expert points out, blind, not to realize this is Sarah. Sarah's talking with Ollie, trying to get Laurel out, but Laurel wants to stay and engage Helena. Well, Sarah's staying too. She is who she wants to be. Meanwhile, back on the island, Sarah says, Hendrick isn't here right now. No, I mean, he drowned. Slade calls her bluff and electric shocks Ollie. We're going to kill him if Hendrick doesn't show. I think it's funny that he says, my friend is in chains. Anyway, uh-oh, <laughs> Hendrick has a gun and he doesn't want to go back. Not looking good for old Ollie. Back at the hostage crisis, it's been an hour and Helena is about to strike, but Sarah strikes first. Laurel moves the hostages while the bitches fight. Uh, Ollie sure likes to dress up as girls, says Helena about Sarah's cute outfit. I think she's just jealous. Sarah falls out a window and she is okay until Helena is about to take her out. When Ollie shows up to help out. Laurel's still up there. <laughs> Helena has a trade now. If the arrow delivers flank, Frank, she'll get Laurel back in return. And Laurel's still wondering, what is so special about me? Back at the club, Thea is out of vodka, and she goes to get some more, only to find Roy making out with a blonde. Well, that's one way to do that. Back at the precinct, Frank is on the move. Lance turns Frank over to the arrow, and no one will die tonight. Which is a good way to say, someone's probably going to die tonight. Someone is probably going to die. <laughs> Helena and Laurel have a heart-to-heart -heart over lost loves, but Helena has let the dark in, and you can't get it out. Sounds dirty. She's not salvageable. You Ollie called to make straight. Huh? What? What? Nothing? <laughs> Those cops have a new rule. If you're wearing a mask, you get a bullet. Helena makes her escape in a cost cost cop costume, and she's looking kind of hot. Meanwhile, back on the island, Hendrick is about to shoot the Russian when Sarah takes him out with a pipe or something. Hard. 
across the head. <laughs> um, the cops are on the trail of Helena, but she's at the meetup for the trade. Daddy tries to apologize. Ollie tries to talk her out of it. She's about to pull the trigger when the cops arrive and start shooting. The girls fight again, but this time Sarah isn't holding back. Ollie is on, I think, Frank's trail. Well, he's out walking around doing some shit. But, uh, and gets uh, caught by a cop, but Lance saves Ollie's butt. Meanwhile, Sarah has Helena in a deathlock, and Laurel talks Sarah down. Helena finds dead Frank, but she wasn't the kill shot, which is super disappointing for her. Lance cuffs her, and the masks make off like trees. And leave. Get it? Anyway, back to the precinct. Ollie comes to chat. Helena doesn't feel different now that he's dead. All, she says Ollie was right, but Ollie was also wrong. He thought he could help her, but he was too green. <laughs> and too much of a killer himself. She says she feels alone. And Ollie says, you're not alone. But she goes off, alone, in cuffs. <laughs> you're not alone. Meanwhile, except for three or five years. That, yes, you are technically alone. Until, until later. <laughs> Meanwhile, back on the island, Ollie wakes up just in time to learn of his new tattoo. It matches shadows. How cute. Good thing she didn't have a butterfly tramp stamp. Sarah has made her choice. By which I mean he, she's delivering the goods. Hee <laughs> hee. Back at the DA's, Donner's employment has been terminated. But Laurel is still out of a job. Except Laurel now has some intel and she uses it to blackmail herself back into a job. The darkness is in her. Back at the club, Thea is working and thinking and crying and Ollie's playing dumb. She doesn't understand why everyone lies. She wants to know why Mom is still lying. And still... And Ollie... Ollie, don't you think she's still lying? But Ollie, you tell the truth. Anyway, so off she goes, and what the hell is Sarah doing here? Ollie says Sarah did good tonight, and then they make out. Back in the cave, Roy watches Thea leave and crushes things. Then, Thea, walking down the street, gets picked up by Slade. Well, that worked out. Will Helena be the newest member of the Suicide Squad? Did Sarah secretly get a lady boner while beating up a hot piece of ass? Did Ollie secretly get a manly boner watching the cats fight? How did Laurel not figure out the lady in the mask was Sarah? Will Roy freak out for good now that they don't have his love for uh, his love Thea for a control switch? And if his nickname isn't Sweetie, what should it be? I vote Sugar Tits. All this and more on this episode of Rogue Arrow. Sugar Tits. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I mean, there are several characters on the show who could be called sugar tits. Well, pretty much I half mean, of them. Tits are sugary. It's, it's speedy, not sweetie. Oh, I thought he said sweetie. No, nope, speedy. Speedy, which is which is his name, his nickname for Thea. Mm. Yeah, which is why it snapped him out of it, which I thought was a clever touch. Yeah. Also, Roy speedy. is speedy in the comics when he's right, right, Oliver's right. sidekick. I do love that they've made a nod to that where he's like, also, by the way, don't call me Speedy. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. How about you do me a favor now? Come back to work. You want me back? I'm looking for someone to try this case that just came in, and honestly, yours was the first name that came to mind. I'm still facing sanctions from the bar. I got a buddy in the disciplinary committee. I squared things for you. An SCPD raid last night brought in Frank Bertinelli. Came back to Starling to collect on some old debts. Now the DA's office is clear to prosecute him for you to prosecute him. I appreciate the offer, Adam, but why me? Well, there are RICO counts that your time at CNRI make you ideally suited for. Laurel, it's a case. If you want it, it's yours. But only if you're ready. I there there is one thing that 
Black Canary has that is different than Sarah besides the little eyeball mask? The weird. really beautiful lips. She adopts don't she in. adopts a platinum blonde instead of a dirty blonde wig. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that that's enough to, to, to make it so, oh, yeah, no, of course, she's she's a different kind of blonde. That's not her. But it, it is one other one other thing that she's doing. And then the voice modulator thingy, but that's not, like, changing her voice. It's saying that she has a voice modulator. Yeah. Why doesn't she just put, like, a hat on, even? <laughs> you know? And she even, like, if that is a wig, and I believe you that it is, why not do something slightly different with it? You know, like, she's still doing the curly hair thing. She basically looks the same. Yeah, she could go to, like, straight brown hair or, like, bald cap. I don't know, something. <laughs> yeah, bald cap. That'll do it. Or cut it into a smart bob. Yeah. Even if it was still blonde, the smart bob makes sense. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> she dumb. Regardless, <laughs> there should at least be doubt of, oh, that kind of looks like my sister. Yeah, and by the way, that hood's not fooling anybody. You can tell who that is. He has a very chiseled jaw. Mm. And, the, and he's got the same 5 o'clock shadow every episode. All the time. Hey, it's 5 o'clock somewhere, right? But... I guess the real answer is this is a superhero show and we need to have plausible deniability for um, for uh, secret identity's sake. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. And since he got the little microfiber eyeball thing, he doesn't have to use spray paint on his face anymore, which is a bonus. Yeah, that's gross. That was gross. And how did he wipe that shit off so fast all the damn time? Yeah. That's actually a really good question. I was thinking that's got to be, like, a real pain in the ass. Right? Sweet. Um, well, who... Do we want to start with the island stuff? Oh, fine. Sure. It's dumb anyway. Yeah. I wasn't Super boring. It. I thought I think that it's interesting that they're trying to make it more of a of the Sarah story now because Oliver's in change and is just getting electrocuted all the time, which is by the way really shitty. Yeah. For him. Well, getting electrocuted in general. Or... <laughs> yeah, getting electrocuted in general is is pretty shitty from what I hear. I mean, I've been zapped by some plugs, but I've never been car batteried while in a tank of water. That sounds miserable. Especially repeatedly. Yeah. Mom's been repeatedly zapped with seven bolts. That's different, though. She hated it. I think it's a different kind of amperage, though, right? Like, it, it's not he like was saying seven milliamps. Well, yeah, it's more localized to her heart, but she was awake for it, and it was horrible. And it's not stopping her heart, it's resetting it. No, it was malfunctioning when it was going off oh, like gee. that. Ugh. It was terrible. Thank you. And get this. A nurse tried... I kept telling him, don't touch her. Don't put your hands on her. It's going to go off and you're going to get zapped. And he's like, well, I have to start a line. And I was like, can't you wait? You should wait. You should probably wait until they 
tech comes and fixes this thing. Five seconds later, he got the shock of his life. He was, like, touching her arm, and it went off, and <laughs> he was like, God damn it! <laughs> so is right. I was like, told you. <laughs> Anyways. Get your hands on my mom! I will say, too, the other thing, the, the other sort of, like, you could tell there was some thought put into the island in the, in the whole, like, trade on the island happening while there were trades in the real life happening. So there was sort of this loose connection of, like, yeah. same for well, same. And it was like Sarah was ultimately in charge of both of those trades because mm-hmm. they very, very specifically highlighted the, Sarah, you're not a killer. And then it's like, boom, jump to the island where Sarah's literally trading this man's life for something that she wants. It's like, fuck. Right. Yeah, I just, I wish that it was a little more for Sarah. Like, it it was a little more of a Sarah episode as opposed to kind of trying to shoehorn Arrow in there. Right. I feel feel like they just kind of didn't go as far as they could have. There are only two ways to get rid of the arrow for an episode and that we've seen so far, and one of them is to knock him out with poison. So they can't just do that every time they want to focus on someone else. It's true. I Which mean, is a shame because that was, that was a really good episode. That it was a really good episode. They, they could have just had him be more of a backseat to the whole thing um, instead of him being there with Laurel, have Sarah be there with Laurel. And then Canary doesn't have to come in at that moment. Um, I don't know. It could have been done better for me, is I guess what I'm driving at. Right. Yeah, I'm with you on that. But really the only interesting thing about the flashbacks is that uh, it was connected. They're, they did have the hostage trade on each plot line, and it was connected through Sarah that way. Right. So. So that's the island. Yeah, sweet. And um, I'll answer that. That's all that we learned. I think that the Russian guy is making me really happy. Anatoly? I totally dig that guy. Mm-hmm. Anatoly's red. Because he's like, that kid tried to save my life, so I'm willing to give you up too. Sorry, dude. Yeah. And he's the guy that gets... uh arrow into the Brava, which is good. Yeah, uh, totally, yeah. So it'll be ex- interesting to see where that goes. I'm just really my big question is why is Deadshot so ready to give up Oliver just to get off the island? Unless Deadshot? of course he's going to uh or yeah, Deathstroke, if, unless he's going to just betray them and <laughs> oh, not yeah. give I Oliver back. I don't see him saying, "Well, thanks for the guy. I'm going to go ahead and give Oliver up now." I don't see that happening. No. I think she's going to have to... Well, but she's not trained very well yet. I don't know how Oliver gets out at this point. I'm sure we will find out. Probably in the next couple episodes. What's the next episode called? Oliver escapes from the boat? (laughs) That would be... uh, Deathstroke. I'm like, I don't see how this is going to happen. It's like, well, we're going to find out next turn. It's it's called Oliver escapes from the boat. It's called Deathstroke, so... It's probably going to be exploring oh Slade. How, how close to the end of the season are we? Uh, there are, let's see, seven? Okay, so they're not going to kill Thea. Six episodes left. They're not going to kill Thea tomorrow then. Okay. Well, they could if they wanted to, I suppose. 
I just don't think that at this point in the season that, that it makes it makes climactic sense. Nah, it's a also, little early for a giant climactic death. Also, what the fuck is going on with Brother Blood right now? I thought that yeah. guy was... Well... I bet we will see old. that in episode 20, which is <laughs> titled called. City of Blood. See? This happens to me! Anyway. Uh, so... I knew yeah. it! <laughs> episode 20, titled All About Blood. Bloodstorm, and what he's been up to. Blood is thicker than water. <laughs> the episode where we find out what blood is up to. I hope it's really sitcommy. <laughs> I hope it's one of those sitcommy ones where they show a bunch of like, it'll be like all flashbacks of the shit he's been up to since we saw him last. You know, see, like, I be like I want them to have like a normal day in in some random character's life where you just see. There was an episode of Doctor Who which is like this, where it's like some random person who is sort of ancillary to the thing that the Doctor's actually doing. So like, I want it to be a, an episode about Brother Blood, which starts with Brother Blood at Brother Blood's apartment eating cereal. Yeah, taking it's like a countdown, down, watching TV. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> And then he dons the mask and goes torture people a little bit, and then he converts goes by them to his to buy a suit. Yeah, get club, you know. Goes for a workout. Kills his mom again somehow. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brings his mom back to life and then kills her. Uh, Watches YouTube. I still think That's we shouldn't have saved. What's a special occasion? I got paid. So, you know, if you don't think it's nice enough, you only have yourself to blame for not giving me that race. <laughs> oh, boy, I love it. Thank you. Hey, give me, give me a second. I forgot to put an order in. Hey, what's going on? I got a line on Michael Statton. Helena's fiance. Felicity's been dead for five years. Which makes the fact that he rented a car last night very impressive. That's Helena. The car's got GPS and hacked into it. Yeah, she's headed straight. First job, I see. You ready to get back in the field? I thought you'd never ask. I still think we shouldn't have seen Slade this season. I think this should have been Brother Blood season. I agree. Mm-hmm. Or it should have been later in the season, because now we have to kind of ride the high that is Slade being... Because like, now I'm already at, like, when the fuck is this guy going to be done? Because... Yeah. Gonna... I think that what's going to happen is they, they he's got to have a bigger plan than I'm going to do shit to your family and it's going to suck. There's got to be something bigger that's going to happen in the next two or three episodes that really propels us through the end of the season. I hope so, because otherwise it's going to be like a really boring roller coaster. I agree. I mean, more like the teacups where you just have to like throw up by the end. Yeah, you just want to vomit. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Deathstroke's okay. definitely far too interesting to be kind of tossed in at, in the middle of the season, like he's been. If they don't, done. if they don't have a plan, if they've got a plan, it can be, it can still be good and salvaged. Oh yeah, I'm I'm more than willing to be proven wrong that uh, Blood's plot is worthy of the greater climax, but I don't see that happening right now. So, what if Blood sells Slade out and then Slade turns into a good guy again? No, no, 
No, you're right. right. <laughs> I still wish Slade would be a good guy. I don't. Now I know that he's a creeper and was taking film of Shadow from before the island. Ugh. Oh, whatever. She's hot. He totally is. That's true. Yeah, she's super hot, but I prefer Slade as evil and creepy. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that if I were to name one person sweet tits, it might be Shadow. And On that note, uh, let's talk the actual now plot with uh, Helena coming back. Which oh is... my god, I love her. She is my favorite. <laughs> she does Absolutely. have really beautiful mouth. And yep. eyes, and face, and hair, and everything. And, and she is she is an Aussie? Yeah, that's all true. Yeah, she's an Aussie. She's from Perth. And she's a really good little actor, too. I mean, that last scene when she had, like, single tear. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, and that, and she, yeah, that whole last scene was pretty good. Where, yeah, where she, like, where she's doing that whole thing where it's like, I thought it would feel different, and you're right, it doesn't, and uh, I don't know what to do anymore, and I feel so alone, and yada, yada, yada. And then, like, one of the questions that What's-His-Name raised was, uh, what was his name again? The second guy. James. James asked if if we thought that Huntress was redeemable. And for 90% of the episode, I would have said no. But for those last five minutes, I would say yes now. Yes. And yeah. that one was from Jeremy. Sorry. Okay, Jeremy. Sorry. Thank you, Jeremy. Thanks, Jeremy. Sorry, I forgot your name. And I, I'd agree with you that in that moment, she yeah, she's a little redeemable, but she's still fairly boring of a character. She's me. still batshit crazy. And yeah, she still has one note to play the entire episode until, oh no, daddy's dead. And now she's got daddy issues, which daddy issues are always hot. The problem is we're not going to see her very much because she's got a leading role in... Dracula. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because um, uh, my fiance walked in and saw her. Is like, yeah, she still looks like a vampire. I was like, well, she's on Dracula, <laughs> she's so she's got the fingy fang teethy teeth. That was a very specific, accurate terminology for that. Yeah, I think that's a scientific term. Yeah, that's teeth. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, uh, the. Freaking Adam Donner setting up a freaking trap for Helena. Ridiculous. It seems a little convoluted. Let's let's find the the lady's father. Let's get him in on a sting operation. Let's rehire Laurel. Let's try and trap the arrow and and you know hire guys with semi-automatics that shoot the police. But presume that they'll still come out on top and then try him. And then at the trial, we're going we're gonna to lure her in. That's going to be how we do it. It's just there's so many points to that plan that could fail. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a whole chunk of it was really cowardly when you think about it because he, he's like, now I don't want to hurt anyone in my department, but we've got this chick that lost her job, so let's, uh, let's, let's put her in the front line and in actual danger. What a douche, right? Mm. Yeah, I think um, it. To, in my head, it's 
more like they found Frank Bertinelli and were like, well, his daughter's kind of a psycho bitch. Since we've got him, well, we've got the opportunity. Why don't we draw out Helena and put her in jail too? I don't think it was, let's hunt down Frank so we can get to Helena. You don't think so? I I think that just makes more sense in my head. And... I thought it felt like that whole thing, like maybe even Frank went to the DA guy and was like, I am tired of waiting for my daughter to come and kill me. Yeah, I think it was a, a situation of convenience as opposed to a planned out thing. Uh, I agree to disagree. I don't know. I mean, you're probably right, but it, it felt like it was, they were trying to make it seem like it was a big machination. Mm-hmm. Bottom line is it doesn't really matter because Adam Donner's gone and Frank is dead and Helena's going to jail. So, Yeah, none of these people, except for the potential of uh, Huntress, are going to come back ever. Mm-hmm. I, and well, I'm sure she will, but not very often, like Chris said. I would like to say more often. I mean, clearly one of my favorite Just go watch Dracula. I, I do. I've, I've watched all of Dracula. Big fan. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, the trade goes to shit. Shocker. Yeah, like we said. <laughs> when the, uh, the SWAT guy shows up on his own. Out of nowhere with no team, at, just like jumping down things and firing off shots like a fucking cowboy. Yeah, uh, that yep. definitely says to me... Something that Jeremy brought up that he could be a villain later on, especially since it is such a big name. Not a huge name. I just recognize him from Night at the Roxbury. Well, what was the what was the, the SWAT team's character name? Uh, SWAT captain. Played SWAT by Cap- Lachlan Monroe. So we could just call him Lachlan Monroe. Um, yeah, he's got a vendetta against the hoods. If he's wearing a mask, like, kill him. Sounds like one of the, the the guy who's got a problem with like the general from the X Men storylines that always had mm-hmm. problems with. Like his only problem with the vigilantes is that they're vigilantes, or that they they're that the costumes themselves is what makes them freaky. So they must go down. They think they're above the law. So, yeah, and then the fight breaks out. Oliver versus SWAT captain and. Birds of prey versus birds of prey, or what was the wordy or the title you used, Laurel? Flock of bitches. Flock of bitches. <laughs> it's, it's a very fitting title for this episode. I think that's yeah. what the title should have been. I think they dropped the ball on that one. You're welcome. <laughs> Actually, I just realized I had a bit of a problem that um, the huntress could, uh, you know actually take out um, um, what's her name Black Canary because you know well no she, she did because she said in the first round she was holding back yeah that's true but she still held her own fairly well even in the second bout she has been jet setting and murdering people yeah yeah but um, Sarah's League of Assassins yeah that's true Yeah, I'd agree with you. Uh, not overwhelming of an issue, but that it's obviously they just did that for 
interesting sake to make it more visually appearing for the fighter. Cat fight! I mean, bird fight! Cock fight? Flock of bitches fight. <laughs> I'm so glad Flock that that's If there was a little more hair pulling, we could have posted on, on World Star Hip Hop. And also, Sarah's wig would have come off, and that would have been interesting. Oh, that would have been epic! I think cool. Sarah's voice sounds really weird with the voice modulator. Yeah. It doesn't really work. I think work. she essentially still sounds like Sarah. But maybe it's just me. I mean, if they just dropped her voice, it would have been really, really awkward. And if they just, like, raised her voice, then she would have been, like, a Powerpuff girl. And that's not very threatening. I would have actually paid money to uh, hear it as a Powerpuff girl. That would have been quite hilarious, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we need to break up. What? No. What do you mean? No, Fia, I'm, I'm breaking up with you. No, you're not. You can't make me date you. Roy, yesterday you gave me a bracelet worth every dime you had, and, and now what, you want to end things? Look, you're clearly going through something right now, and I, I'm not going to let you go through it alone. I'm always going to be here for you. Sorry, Thea, the guy from the private party said we stopped the wrong vodka and he's freaking me out. Look, we'll talk about this later, okay? All right, do we want to talk character stuff? Do you guys have any other plot things? It was it was cool to see. I, I thought Laurel was kind of interesting this week. Because she almost relapsed and then she didn't. And then not only was she inspired by what the Black Canary said, but she also eventually inspired the Black Canary. Um, she was mm-hmm. attempting to be heroic, but in her own way. And then also she was she she went a little dark and and blackmailed her way back into a job, which was kind of cool. But yeah, I, I like that. Had some really interesting uh, development this week. Well, yeah, I think uh, her moments with Sarah are some of the best in the episode. And yeah, it's, I agree with it's that. good to see that they're like being sisters, even though they don't know it. Well, yeah, even though yeah. Laurel doesn't know it, because yeah. she's blind. And there was that moment in the beginning of the episode where uh, I'll save it for quotes. Never mind, I'll save it for quotes. I did have a question about who, why, why would anyone be going to AA twice a day? Although I, yeah. I don't, I don't know anyone in AA and um, no experience with it. I assume that was like a weekly kind of thing. Uh, no, weekly, I think, I think there's like a daily version also, so you can meet once a day. But twice a day, I don't really know how that works i don't think there's a single aa meeting that meets twice a week there could be two in the same town that meet on the same day would be my best guess there and they're in a big city full of drunks yeah yeah it was a little odd though i I agree with you but plausible and doesn't ruin anything for me just yeah i I think that's where I'm a foreigner and I just don't understand it properly. Because I don't even know if we have AA over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, 
It's just assumed that you drink, and when you're too drunk, you fall over, and someone puts you in a taxi. That's, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> they do have a. It's just they meet at a bar and drink a lot, so it's true. Kind of, kind of beats the <laughs> that defeats is, the purpose. Not Alcoholics Anonymous. It's Alcoholics Association. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's a member. <laughs> I'm king. I am king of that association. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, it really makes me want to go get a drink. <laughs> I have a Sierra Nevada in my hand as we speak. Uh, I have a diet cherry coke. Sounds oh. awful. Slade gives Oliver the same dragon tattoo as Shadow, which is cool to see that's where that comes from. I don't remember yeah. seeing that tattoo now. Now that I'm thinking about it, like I don't remember seeing that tattoo. Totally have seen that tattoo. Yeah, when we're first Is introduced he looking to at his her. massive shoulders like I am. <laughs> I obviously was not doing that. That is fair. Nope. You're a loss. Because yeah. he hasn't got any of the other tattoos yet, does he? No. He has a private tattoo, the hurricane thing looking thing on his, on his left tip. Yeah. I think that's from the Bratva. I don't know why I think that. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything no, right. from the show. He showed it yeah. to the proper guy when he first showed up in town. That's right. That's what it was. So it has something to do with uh, that would be my guess. Awesome. Um, I'm good on character stuff. If you're ready to move on, everyone. I'm ready. Oh, yeah. I think the one thing that we didn't mention, though, is Laurel allowing the darkness in. I wonder how, what true. this means for her long term. Like... When she sort of took on that idea that, you know, once you get the darkness in, you can't get it out, she dropped that line, which makes you wonder where she is headed next from a character standpoint. Ooh, dodgy lawyer. Yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, she blackmails her way into a lawyer job, which was interesting. I'm surprised that she was so readily able to allow that blackmail to happen. Yeah, it it did like, seem like a big yeah. leap well, from where I'm she was. Blackmailing me because I'm a lawyer, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not like, and who's gonna believe you, you alcoholic bitch? Yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> you think that your boss dresses up in a mask and goes around beating up criminals? And your first instinct is to blackmail this person? Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> nice. Sarah was right. Sarah, she's... She's my sister. She said that I wasn't ready to come back. And I just thought she was being overprotective. Sisters can be like that. You should meet mine. She's gone through a lot. She must have been so strong. I just... I wanted to show her, show myself. That I was still strong, too. So show me. Alright, let's do some quotes. I really like the one where Laurel and Sarah were talking, and Sarah's like, uh, what's-her-name is 
dangerous and she's a lunatic and she's on her way to Starling City right now. And Laurel's like, how do you know that? And she's like, uh... I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a good one. I liked that one a lot. I liked that one. I liked uh, the right at the beginning, um, they're talking about Helena. And Felicity's like, or as I like to call her, Ali's psycho ex-girlfriend who's hell-bent on killing her father. Yeah, <laughs> and Sarah's really just like, funny. wait, ex-girlfriend? <laughs> And that's what took away from that. It's <laughs> just a great back and forth all around. <laughs> and then later where it's like she just loses control. And and then Sarah goes, sounds like you got a type. <laughs> <laughs> that's a well-written scene right there. There's like three or four really good quotes right, right in line. And it ends with one of my other favorite quotes of the episode, of the episode where, and it's not actually a quote, it's a body language, where Felicity goes, I think... That if the hunters comes back in town, you should kick her ass. And then, and then Diggle turns around and gives her this really slow, like, yeah, with <laughs> his head. And it was amazing. Oh, I lost my shit. <laughs> I got real used to seeing a lot of Diggle's last episode, so I was pretty sad that we didn't see a little more. Like he was basically just the suit person. I need my work clothes and he was like on it because that's what diggles does he just like runs him his outfit that doesn't seem right this like highly trained guy i don't know i just don't understand why roy gets to go ahead to follow them before diggles would do you like, want to know diggles... can i can i tell you what my honest theory no yes please you have to make up a bullshit theory Okay, then here's yes. the theory that's coming out of my mouth, and then that makes it probably bullshit. Um, <laughs> it's probably due to the proximity to the police. If Diggle shows up and is around the scene, there are more people who are of authority who can see him, who could then potentially connect the dots back to Oliver Queen. That's um, fair. I yeah, and Roy being there is less of an issue because he's not as connected through Oliver. Right. That's fair. That's a good point. Good job, Rudy. Still, you did something cool. right. Theory. You're welcome. Nah. I still think it's dumb. I think it's more. It's pretty okay. dumb. Yeah, I mean, with guns like that, you think you'd be able to get out and use them once in a while. Well, we saw him last last episode, but all he was doing was throwing his body. Sort of like I threw my body on your mom last night. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. Um. Yeah, any other quotes? No, I don't have any other quotes. I liked when the hunter says Ollie sure likes to dress up as girls. I yeah. thought that was good. I liked that, too. Uh, oh, yeah. There's that one, and then I think I don't know who it is. Oh, it's uh, Laurel talks to Sarah. Is like, are you one of the good guys? And she's like, no, but I'm friends with him. Yeah, that was good too. Especially because of the the idea that Sarah's in flux at that point. Yeah, we don't know if she's going to be good today or bad today. Yep. Cool. Uh, that's all the quotes I've got. And then 
Trick arrows. Don't really see out. any, but the the baby arrows we get to see them being worked on. The knockout arrows. The Gimli's. I believe is what they're called. Well, no, that's Marvel. Never mind. I'm still waiting for the boxing love arrow. Yeah. That'd be awesome. He wants a non-lethal arrow right there. Yeah. Right. Sweet. I'm still waiting for the nunchuck arrow. I mean, nunchucks for Diggo. Nope. Never going to happen. And then I'm going to get beer, and it's going to be wonderful. Beer. How, how the hell are we going to ship beer to Australia? We're not going to have to because he will touch a nunchuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think what we have to worry about is how in the hell is Chris going to ship beer to us? And where will oh. he deliver it to? If I'm, shipping, if I'm shipping beer to you guys, I'll go to the post office and post it. Say it's uh, olive oil. You can't ship alcohol. For us what? to mail it out. Wait, I can't ship alcohol to you guys? I don't know about you. I, I don't know about Australian regulations, but... No, we, we can, you can ship alcohol to us. That's not an issue. We do it all the time. <laughs> that way we're not getting in a car and driving to get the liquor. You can't ship alcohol without a proper license. So you need to be like a distributor of alcohol to ship it. That's stupid. Um, and I'm that being said, coming in or going out of Australia might be different. Who knows? Yeah, it's more what happens when it gets to the states, so because yeah. I don't want it to come back here. Well, I kind of do because then I just drink it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't want a drug sniffing dog to drink my beer. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I might. I might be able to. Oh, I have plans. I might be able to order it direct from a brewery, and then they probably have all the correct paperwork. Well, there you go. Either I like way, how it's you not found an answer to that problem. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it doesn't matter though because not going to be any nunchucks, and I'm going to get beer, and it's going to be wonderful. It's going to be a while because I have till the end of this show ever being on. <laughs> and the bane renewed already for season three. Yep. So one more season, one more opportunity, or <laughs> twenty or how well, many. Yeah, we've probably got about 30 more opportunities for there to be nunchucks. This does not work in my favor, this bet. I'm an idiot. (laughs) Yes, you are. (laughs) Worth it. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, I thought I'd feel different now that he's dead, but I don't. You always told me that killing him wouldn't change anything. You were right. I was wrong, too. About what? I thought I could help you. To stop you from being a killer, but... I was just starting. And I was a killer, too. What are you now? I'm trying to be better. It's so stupid, but I keep thinking now that he's dead, my 
father and Michael are together and I'm still here, alone. You're not alone. Uh, on that note, let's call it a day. Yes, please. So, as always, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, as we mentioned before, if you want to leave us feedback, you can uh, shoot us an email at arrowpodcast at gmail.com or uh, leave us a voicemail at 909-ARROW-07. Again, thanks to Jeremy and James for their excellent feedback this week. Uh, best feedback we've had all week, so great. Thanks. I um, would venture to say some of the best feedback we've had ever. Ooh, that too. I just didn't want to alienate the other people who left us feedback before. Well, you know, they need to step up their game. That's that's true. Yeah. I mean, if they want love, they keep sending us feedback. Exactly. Uh, you can also leave us comments over at rogero.blogspot.com. Uh, please like us on Facebook and rate and review us on iTunes. And if you want to check out our other podcasts, the Colson Lives podcast, the Mainframe Chronicle podcast, and the Cinemasters movie review podcast, you can uh, head over to almproductions.net and check those out. So, uh, until next time when we discuss Deathstroke, I am Daniel Janes. I'm Rudy Schubach. I'm Chris O'Neill. And I'm Laurel Mers. I wonder what Deathstroke's going to be about. I think it's gonna be about Thea. Strokier Merlin. Are you ready for? Uh, hey, nice. Are you ready for uh, our uh, explicit tag for the week? Yes, yes, please. Once you let the dark in is a nice parallel for once you go black. Yep. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yep. 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 As Felicity's going to know when she bangs Diggle. Hey, oh, wait, I thought Diggle was not letting go of his wife. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. It can still happen. Rup, rup, I, I smell another bat. Hmm. I have heart for um, Elicity still. Eh. You have to kill off Sarah, which would be okay, and probably oh, kill off Laurel before that would happen. They would both. That would both be okay with me. Both of those what things would is fine. The Google slash Felicity uh, ship name be Feligal. See, I would say Diglicity. Diglicity. Ooh, I like Diglicity. It's Felicity. never gonna happen. Poor Felicity. She's gonna awful. leave us to go with the Flash. That is also true. Barelicity would be all right. Barelicity. <laughs> But not if it takes her away from the show I watch. Mm. That's true. Larry, when are we getting um the Flash show starting? Episodes. Pardon? The Flash comes back to, or not the Flash. Barry Allen comes back to Starling in like two or three episodes from now. Oh. Yeah, but okay. he's got his own show starting, doesn't he? Uh, he's they he's they shot the pilot. pilot. So the pilot needs to go through all the bureaucratic bullshit and then get picked up for a full season or well, even a, a preview season. Yeah, and it still it needs to be picked up from the the CW from the network is the word I'm looking for. 
that's running away from me really quickly yeah, like the flash because it would be really um, good if we could see some crossover episodes absolutely more Eric yeah. I need beer slash lunch I need, I need beer slash dinner beer slash dinner as what? well City. You shouldn't be out in the streets alone. Mr. Wilson. Please. Call me Slade. Sugar tits?